In for the Night is a podcast that discusses movies, random topics, and gives you an excuse to just stay in for the night. My voice is gravelly because I'm getting sick. Y'all see my face? Yeah, it's the face of, I don't know, but it's just that face. <laughs> <laughs> Explain why, you're, why you have a face. On the subject again of wifey's future husband, the Bridgerton guy. She wants to leave me for him. She already told me in my dreams. <laughs> in your dreams, <laughs> which is out of my hands. You did. It's like you getting upset multiple times. It's like you getting upset with me when you dream about me cheating on you or something. I don't like, do that. But I know you don't, but I'm just saying it's is like done that. that. Yeah. Because it pisses me off, and I'm like, bitch. See? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just have dreams. You're like, I'm leaving you for Bridgerton guy. That's what you call him, Bridgerton guy. You don't, don't call him. You don't call his name. You just Bridgerton guy. I can't guy. remember his name because it's difficult. And I'm like, dude, be Kyle or something. So but then remember. I had a dream also that you left me for him, but then he wasn't dressed as Bridgerton, and you're like, fuck, I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Take me back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I but, haven't had any dream like that. But <laughs> So last weekend, I went to the Haunted Soiree for uh, Halloween with my best friend, Elle. If you're listening, Elle, love you. Um, and so I dressed up as, like, the dark, like, the night court queen, like, lady of the night court. My brain's not working. My like it's very- Your brain never works. Bitch! <laughs> Arrow told me to say that. Bitch! <laughs> he would never say that. He's too cute. He is too cute. He's like the really nice, like, popular guy in high school. And he, he's, like, nice to everybody. He's never mean. Like, his friends might be No, nice, that nice guys in high school are not popular. They get fucking abused. Now, if he's a nice guy, but he's a good-looking guy, mm-hmm. then that's different. But he if he's like, a nice guy and he's like up? me, then no. Because I'm not cute. You're so. cute. Thanks, babe. You say cute to babies or dogs. When do I say the baby's cute? I call them little monsters and say get them away no, from No, I'm me. just saying most people call babies cute. Am I not most you, obviously. Am I most people. Not you, obviously. But you say the dogs are cute. <laughs> so you can't say I'm cute if the dogs are cute. So my aversion to children, it's not like children are okay. Like it's just they should be seen, not heard, and not sticky. And that is my problem with kids. Like, I just, ugh, ugh. It's not even that. I can deal with stickiness. It's cleaning up their shit that I don't want to do. So, I get to the gym, and the gym has, like, a daycare. And this one little girl was running across, screaming her head. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it was a monster. And, like, all the the staff that was there after I checked in, they were like, what? I'm like, oh, it's a kid. And they're like, oh. Like, that explained it. But they just looked at me and, like. Yeah, because they're, like, thinking you're a weirdo. No, I just. Kids are just, ugh. Ugh. Like, ugh. Ugh. You think everything is ugh. We have dogs and you're like, ugh. I have like my moments where they're really good and then other times when they're so bad and I'm just like, fuckers. It's only him because he's a puppy. He's not even a year yet. He like whines so much. Like the gate's open. Fifi is with you and he'll just sit at the bottom of the stairs in the basement whining. Like, he can go outside. He can choose to come up. I think he's just whining because of the indecision of where he wants to be. Or he's just whining because he wants us to be down there with him. Fuck that. He wants you to go play with him sometimes. When do you play with the dogs? As we discussed, when we got the dogs, that is not my responsibility. That is your responsibility. I if play we with had kids, then what? It's just going to be my responsibility to play oh, with yeah. the kid? We're not okay. having kids, so moot situation. Mute situation? Moot. 
Moot? What does that mean? <laughs> Do you want the Joey reference or the, it's like cow when it says moo? <laughs> it's just moo. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but moot means it's like there's no reason to discuss it. Like it's it's like a it, there's. Ooh, I'm gonna say that to you all the time now. You will not remember in five Probably seconds. Not, but what was the word? Mute. Moot. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> uh, I'm sweating. All right. Four and a half minutes in, and we're just being rambly. It's our podcast, so fuck off. Um, don't fuck off. Please like and subscribe. Tell your friends, your family, your dogs, your neighbors, your cats. Goldfish. Snakes. Oh, we don't want the snakes. I'll take snakes. Chinchillas. They'll protect us. I don't think so. An anaconda would. An anaconda? Well, are we in the Amazon? Fuck. No, we don't need an anaconda then because we have Wonder Woman. She's from the Amazon. I think she's from the planet Amazonia. Amazon. Amazon is like in fucking South America. They're Amazon women. They're Amazon God Am- women. No, but they're <laughs> from the planet Amazonia. I'm, I'm confused the reference here. Planet? Country in Earth. How is how is that like? Why can't there there so there can only be one Amazon? There can't be multiple Amazons. There's multiple Amazons. There's multiple black people, right? There's multiple no, there's white people. No, right? it's Bridgerton. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you so the much. The Duke, you brought it on yourself, bitch. I was gonna say something really mean. Hi, my name's Katie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm slightly sick. <laughs> yeah, she's sick of thinking about Bridgerton, guy. Hi. <laughs> Just trip down the stairs. <laughs> trip down the <laughs> stairs. Oops. Oh, let me help you, bitch. <laughs> Babe, there's something down there at the bottom of the stairs. What? Your face. <laughs> <laughs> the police go, what happened? She, she fell. She, she just I, slipped. I don't know. Because we have a gate right there. So that's perfect. You can Anyone can slip on that. We can trip over it. I exactly. Mean. And you'll be going down the stairs. So. I, my story is sealed. What? What? I, I feel like you mean your story is sound. That one. What's your name? Occupation? Where are you from? Let's go. What do you mean? You have to say your name. I said my name. I didn't hear it. Just because you don't listen to me doesn't mean I didn't say it. Y'all, you need to write in and tell him off. Like, I will read all of your letters telling him off. Didn't hear it. As you look at the sun. <laughs> <laughs> That's bright as the sun. Shit. Uh, Lur. Great. Great. <laughs> See? Was awesome. that so hard? How was your week? Uh, uh, I don't know. We'll see when my new remote works or not. Yeah, he got a new remote for his game, video game. So um, I've been playing, for y'all who are gamers out there, Lies of P. If you like Dark Souls type games or you like Elden Ring, play Liza P. You'll love it. Great. Are you going to ask me or am I just going to ask you what? What your name is? What's your name? <laughs> Are you trying to get something out of your teethuses? No, it's just the frustration. Oh, That's the frustration. With the dogs? Your existence. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was put on this planet See, for. Everybody like says marriage is hard. 
But you have to, that means you haven't found the right person because I can be frustrated with him and tell him off. And then the next minute we're hugging and being like cute. No, she hates me. So Very true. See? So marry somebody you hate, but can like just say you hate them and they don't care. <laughs> nope. But anyway, uh, my week has been good. It's been busy. We are very. Oh, very- how's your week? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's been really busy. Uh, frustrating. I'm going to call Dom out because he's being a little dick yesterday. I can say that. He's my boss and our friend. He's on the podcast so we can say his name because he introduced himself. Well, yeah, he was on it. So, uh, he's my boss. He's Ty's best friend. Um, they've been friends since what? Middle school or elementary or something? Over 20 years. Yeah. So totally fine. But I needed him to talk to me and call me, but he refused to pick up the phone. Text, please. Text, please. And I'm like... Texting you back and forth, you get so confused. I can explain things and get things done faster. But I'm sitting here for two hours trying to get this thing done, and he just refused. I don't know what happened. I was like, is everything okay? He's like, yeah, everything's great. And I'm like, pick up the damn phone then. Well, then don't do anything until you talk to him. Well, no, it's just I needed to get shit out and whatever. But it was really frustrating. He's like, what's up? And I'm like, you are fucking frustrating. And he's like, love you. And, and I'm like, he just threw up. Oh, gross. And he's eating it again. Everybody take a shot. Wade is being disgusting. I didn't even hear him throw up. Well, it is what it is. Okay, so let's get into it. I'm sure you're tired of hearing us ramble about random shit. I'm sure they're not. That's the whole point of the podcast. <laughs> uh, well, get get, get ready. Um, so the movie is get Rosemary's... Ready for what? Well, this, the, the topic is box. Soup box. Bonks? Bonks. What does that mean? Oh. Thought that was the topic was bonks. I was like. Um, so we the movie we watched was Rosemary's Baby for uh, Halloween. Um, I realized I thought I saw it before, but I guess I didn't. And yeah, 1968. What a weird movie. But you get to read the description. Yes, we use my phone because he's too lazy to look it up. Drama, horror, it's not horror at all. I mean, it's got good reviews, though, but that was also back in 1968. Even now, people like that movie. He's so gross. Um, Let's see, we got an 8 out of 10 on IMD Bizzle. Yay. 96% on Rotten (laughs) Potatoes. Wow, that's good. I'm choosing good movies. It's pretty high up there. I mean, I wouldn't say it was a good movie. But I'm not peeing. I'm pouring wine. I mean, it wasn't bad either. It's just not the ending that I wanted. Anyway. We can discuss that. Um, synopsi. Penis, penine. A young wife comes to... Oh, my goodness. A young wife comes to believe that her offspring is not of this world. Uh, Wafish Rosemary Woodhouse. Wafish. Whatever, same thing. Uh, <laughs> Mia Farrow and her struggling actor husband, Guy, John Kastovitz, R.I.P. He passed away like two over years 20 after years ago. Yeah, I two guess. years after I was born. From two years, you said 1989. It's not two years after you were born. When was I born, babe? 87. I was going to say Plus- 86. Plus two? Plus two? I was thinking me. I'm 85. <laughs> Not as old as you, babe. It's true. Move to New York City. Move to a New York City apartment building with an ominous 
Reputation and Odd Neighbors, Roman and Minnie. I like the name Roman. Castavitz, Sydney Blackmere, and Ruth Gordon. Uh, when Rosemary becomes pregnant, she becomes increasingly isolated and the diabolical. Good word. Mm. <laughs> Truth is. <laughs> Yum. Ooh, diabolical. Oh, no. It's just so like, yummy. It just, <laughs> it's just a sexy word, even though it's. So you're just going to use it all the time now. Fuck yeah. Uh, truth is revealed only after Rosemary gives head. Yes. <laughs> I mean, she probably did give guy head Johnson all the time. Birth. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was completely different. So we have Mia Farrow on this one. John, John Kasovitz, RIP. He died from heavy drinking. He had the, the liver problem. I can't remember what's going on. Mm. Well, um, yeah, when you're dealing with devil stuff. Yeah. I mean, he would did that before. Okay, first and foremost, I will say, never trust a guy. A guy named Guy. All the guys I've, who are named Guy I have ever met are assholes. So, and he's a dick. I don't know if it was the time frame or what, but throughout the movie, he's just like insulting his wife. And she's just like, oh. Well, he didn't start insulting her until after he joined the fucking witch covenant when she cut her hair after she was already pregnant. So she gets her hair cut. She's like, I went to Vidal Sassoon. How do you like it? It's fucking ugly. Pretty much what he said. Basically, in a (laughs) nutshell. What the fuck, bro? Like, just be like, oh, it's nice. Uh, I thought her hair was nice like that. I do like it longer. It looked better for her face face structure. Sure, it was fine for her face. But anyway... That was just where I was at. But uh, there was a lot of people that are commenting on her hair. They're like, yeah, you should. I, even her like, girlfriends were like, yeah, you should have left it alone or some shit. Like, and I'm just wondering if that was just the time frame where people are just like obscenely open about shit. That's the way it needs to be now. But then there'll probably be a lot more death. And people start crying. Because then... people have guns now and carry them around. So I'm And they honest. can't take fucking criticism at all. Like, somebody asked me back in college, I remember this, uh, her name was my name, Katie, and I forgot her last name, I'm not going to say it, because that's against policy. Anyway, um, and she asked me if her hair looked okay, and I I inhaled, like, yeah, it looks great, and she's like, fuck off, man, like, really... (laughs) Because she knew there I was lying. Go. I was like, sorry. I just just don't like tell it. the truth. I, will, I'm, I try to spare people's feelings, but at the same rate, I don't like lying to like people. So I don't like lying, period. Because so, you suck at it. You can't get like, away with it. If people don't want to know the truth, don't ask me. Well, yeah. Now, like, obviously, if a big person comes up to me and like, hey, am I fat? I'm just going to be yeah. like. Uh, do, you, do you really have to ask that? Yeah, like, <laughs> um, hey, slugger, <laughs> like, that already—it's—it's—it's <laughs> it's, it's obvious. Is someone, oh, I did not know yeah, arrow was right there. So take a shot. Arrow is under her feet. I like how I kicked him. He starts wagging his tail, looking at me. He's like, oh, he's touching me. <laughs> I, and uh, Wade had finished eating his barf, so take now a shot for that. he's passed back out. So. He's like looking around. He's like, what? He's like, who's talking about me? <laughs> Um, weirdo. Uh, there's one thing in the movie that actually hit me. I forgot to bring my notebook in, but um, smooth. I remember it. It's when uh, Rosemary and Guy go to Roman and Minnie's apartment the first time for dinner, and they're talking, and 
Roman at the dinner table says, oh, the Pope doesn't have to be religious. He just has to pretend to be holy. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like fucking like, boom, my brain exploded everywhere because it's true like i think about that fact all the time like how many ministers preachers those like you know those tv evangelicals the tv what is yeah the tv i don't know what angelicals means evangelicals is those pastors on tv Mm. so i was just like wondering i'm like are they just doing it for the money or are they actually for the money obviously obviously like my parents used to watch the t- the the dude who would put hands on you and then you'd fall back dramatically so fake. i was like come on Mom. but so my fake. parents believed that and i was like are you fucking serious are you that stupid are you i mean there dumb? might be something like when i was in when i used to go to church back when i was younger my, my mom and i we went like every sunday and then all of a sudden not sure what changed or what happened, but then my mom just all of a sudden stopped going to church. So I stopped going to church because I was younger. I was like you had to not even a teenager. Did, yeah. I was just doing what she was doing. But anyway, we were in church one time, and I've seen like multiple people, whether it's true or not, like supposedly get touched by the Holy Ghost where they start like fucking freaking out and shit. Uh, do I... I mean, I still don't know if it, like because you don't know what they're feeling, you know. So I I don't know. It's for attention, people. It's for fucking attention. Do I speak in tongues? No, you fucking don't. You're just saying gibberish. Let's be real. You like, speak in tongues? No. Oh. There was a person oh. in our church back Darn. in the day where she's like, I speak in tongues, and I was like, first and foremost, the rule is you have to have somebody there translating. If nobody's there translating, you're not speaking in tongues. You're just talking for attention, mm-hmm. like. Get over it. Religion is just a fucking cult. Get over it. Like, I'm I'm over it. I don't like religion. My like I have my grounds. If you I'll give you a quick rundown. My parents are both pastors of a very like they're from the Nazarene church, which is very strict. So you're not supposed to dance, you're not supposed to go to like movies, whatever. Ooh, you're not supposed to have sex before marriage. Burn me at the stake, whatevs. Like a hundred times. Seriously. Probably more than that. I mean, with you only. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> Isn't that meme again? Is where the guy's like, he's like, oh, how many guys have you slept with? And she's like, only you. All the rest of them kept me up at night. Is it kind of like that? <laughs> no. Jesus. Anyway, but it's just, I, I was in it. I was very hard in it, but I just, that my question remains. I'm like, wh- why can't God be unconditional when they say it? Like he's not. So I'm over it. I'm agnostic. I believe there's a higher power out there, but what it is, I can't define because I'm only human. So, and our brains only like our brains cannot comprehend what's out there because Buddha, Buddhism was like around longer than fucking Christianity. And if you hear grinding, um, it's arrow chewing on He's something. He's right below us chewing so on his bone. So take a shot every time you hear it. So you might get wasted this episode. Probably. Um, but th- those are my views on religion. So I, I'm just like if. You don't hurt me. I won't hurt you. You have your religion. I don't give two shits what you preach at, what you believe in, just as long as you don't try to rope me in. I'm going to try to rope you in. To what? What do you mean? What is your religion that you're roping me in? Spiritualism. I want a full definition right now. Spiritualism? Like, my definition, because I don't give a fuck about anybody else's, but my definition is like kind of like the same thing you said. I believe there is a higher power. But the way that the higher power is viewed from most religions, I don't 
it's too strict. Like I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't know. I'm not, we're not gonna like we're not trying to be a religious podca- podcast or anything. I'm just throwing my ideas out there. So that's why I'm like this Rosemary's baby. A, if you want to be a witch, be a witch. No problem. Actually, I probably join because I like that shit. But the way Roman and Minnie went about it, they kind of went about behind her back. They helped Guy get his like career off the ground, mm-hmm. which he was a struggling artist and he's a dickhead. First and foremost, but that's usually who gets like what is it but, like uh, the upper hand is dicks. right, and so when he, it, it, I don't like that. I don't know. It's just like trying to recruit. If I willingly go, that's different. It's like any cult. Like you're kind of forced to do it, and then you're forced to give all your money. And it's like, how is like Christianity different from what happens in Jonestown? Like, I mean, if it's a vampire thing, I would rather be forced into it. Drink the Kool Aid. Have your communion. Same fucking thing. I'm over it. Okay. So anyway, Rosemary's Baby. I mean, you, it's kind of a religious movie, so it's not like it's it, we're off subject talking. It's not, and I'm just it. like the way they went about it. I'm, I don't know. She probably wouldn't have gone with it if they asked her to be like Satan's vessel. But see, the thing, the reason why they picked her is because she's very like loving. Obviously, her friends would talk shit about her. Her husband would talk shit about her. Everybody in the movie was talking shit about her. And she was still friends with all of them and still married a guy and still friends with Minnie and whatever his name is. So it's like, obviously, she's a very loving person. So even though she's having Satan's baby, she's still going to be loving to this baby because it's out of her. And that's probably why Satan picked her. That's my guess. But how did Satan pick her? I didn't understand that portion. At the end, they were like, oh, Satan chose you. And I'm like, how? It's fucking Satan. He's like, he's probably either just as powerful as God or maybe a little bit less. But he... Because he's a fallen angel, so... Yeah, he knows, you know, all that shit. My question about this movie specifically is, how did Satan choose her? Like, where? what realm... Was that a choice? Was it just because she was young enough to have a baby? I think that's, that's part of it. it. Right? Because, like, at the end, the dude said, well... Because it's maybe- part of their their group. So all the women in their group were all old. Every, every last one of them. The only one that wasn't was Rosemary. Because he made that comment. He was like, well... Uh, so-and-so and so-and-so want to, like, help the baby out or whatever, but it'll be wrong because they're older. Right. Anyway... So that portion is just, I don't know. Well, you don't like the ending. Let's talk about that, and then we can move on. I don't want to talk about the ending because I want people to see it if they want to see it. I mean, the movie okay. overall is good. It is an old movie, so there's no CGI. It literally, the movie is two hours and 16 minutes. It literally goes up to two hours and 15 minutes because yeah, the, credits, the are credits are like, are like less than a minute long. Seconds. So but, it's literally like you see a full you know, two, you do, two hours. For for this type of movie, you have to realize, back in the day, it's a slow burn. Like, you do not get into the spooky shit. You don't get... It wasn't really There scary. isn't any like, spooky shit. Like, but for the ni- 1968, I believe it was, 1968, it's just like... that. I thought it was going to be more elaborate in my brain because I thought I watched it before, but it was... I, I remember The Omen, not this one because this is kind of the same premise, like the child is from Satan, whatever. But um, that's where I was like confused a little bit because I thought I had seen it, but I hadn't. 
And so watching this, yes, you get to see Mia Farrow's chits. You get to see some taters for sure. Uh, we watched Carrie, and Ty has never seen the old Carrie back, like oh the her first one. And all the bushes. <laughs> I told him like, "Oh, prepare yourself for the first scene." And he's like, "What do you mean?" And like after they finish a volleyball game, they all go in and they're down to their skivvies. They're walking around the locker room, bushes out. Like, literally bushes bush. out. Like, you can walk by them and get smacked in the face. like With a bush. With a bush. But it, it just made me laugh because I was just like, he's like, yeah, well, back in the day, they didn't wax. They just left. Like, it. you can't even see anything. Like, how does that? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's supposed to protect from debris getting in. Well, yeah, because there's already debris in there. What? <laughs> from the hair. <laughs> oh, my God. It's their hair. It's supposed to protect. It's like eyelashes or eyebrows. That's a little, like, overkill, like, a hundred times. We're not promoting Carrie, but go watch Carrie, the original version. You will see bushes. I mean, I like the version of uh, uh, Chloe Mortz better. It's I, I like that version better. It's pretty much identical except less bush. Well, there's no, they don't show any nakedness in that one. That but, uh, no, it's like, they do, do a lot of different things in it. It's just... Like, I think the original one is more, like... In tune with the book, because the book is... Yeah, like, Carrie's scared to use her powers, which I get it. Like, she just found out she has these, like... And her mother's super freaking religious. She doesn't want to use them that often. But in the Mort's one, she's like, I got this power, and then my mom's being abusive. I'm going to fucking use it. And she uses it. So it's kind of like a different version i guess of it's like, like the flip side of what would like what happened originally to what happened now the steve it's from stephen king so stephen king is a great writer obviously because fuck he's successful I'm not sure I understand. jesus that scared the Thank crap you, out of me jarvis uh stephen king is super famous he has all those books out like everything so carrie is from his brain so the book itself is terrifying and it matches the original screen script because she she's supposed to be a feeble girl who's just like uh i don't know what to well, do well it's kind of like chronicles where the kid's kind of the same way but then once he gets power she's like fuck all of you people boom and then just shit on everybody anyway so back to rosemary's baby i'm gonna give it a score of a seven i don't know what to give it just give it what you feel i don't know how to judge that can we do like a one out of three Okay, we'll do one out of three. I'll give it a two. Two. Okay. <laughs> so that's easier. He mentioned before he's never going to watch it again. It's just an old movie. That- I just don't like the ending. Like I, for those of you who won't watch it or will watch it, if you do want to watch it, then just fast forward a little bit. But the ending was not that I perceived was going to happen. I thought that because the last scene is her finding out that they lie to her. She walks into this like. Apartment. Hidden, hidden apartment that's, that's not behind. Hidden. It's their apartment. It's just connected by a door from her apartment. Oh, I thought remember that the was... closet. Remember the closet. Yeah, but I didn't know door. that's like a whole other fucking apartment it over was there. Supposed to be originally was one apartment, and they split it, and they put a door in between. Well, yeah, that place is huge. Then I want to live there. That fuck, it's definitely bigger okay, than let's our house. Join the witch cult. With that fucking other side, it's definitely bigger than our house. But anyway, um. She goes over there and she finds out that there's like people are in there with the Satan baby and she's carrying this big ass knife. I was hoping that she was going to go in there and just like freaking murder everybody. You know, like they lie to her. They gave her the Satan's baby. 
blah blah blah, and right. I was just hoping she was just gonna go ape shit. But no, I'm not gonna say what she actually ended up doing. But obviously, if she didn't do that, then it, it's people more can... just horror. But it's not really horror. It's not the horror only, at the all. The only horror that happens is she got raped by Satan. She got raped by Satan. That's it. I mean, that's it. That's, I mean, that's terrible. It's that awful. Is bad. Like any rape is terrible. No but I mean, getting but... raped by Satan. I mean, that's kind of you can't really do anything about that. And then that, <laughs> even that scene was weird. I'm like, the, like old movies are fucking weird. Watch it. Give us your review of it because it's so fucking weird. Like it is a weird situation. You're just gonna bring it back over. I know. Wait, <laughs> by us. So. Oh no, Wade's chewing on it now. Oh. I was like moving because it was really loud, and I was like, everybody's just gonna hear. Because he's on the freaking like floor. All right, so take a shot. Arrow is now disappointed because I took his toy away. Um, so you got our scores. We are gonna move on to our topic. And I just want to point out, just like midway through this, if you are not a Patreon donor, donate. You can see our faces. We make a lot of faces as we talk. So this could make your life more fun. Because... And uh, exciting. And exciting. Seeing our cute little faces. Ow, dude. That's a beaut... No, don't jump up here. No. Nope. nope. All right, take a shot. Arrow's there. And now we're going to get into our topic. Do you remember what our topic is? Fuck no. Of course you know. Um, it hey, is. Get down, buddy. I like how this was your show. Get, get down. Thank you. Just a highlight, everybody. Ty had a problem with thinking of topics to discuss, so pretty much that's my job now. So I'm telling him what his topic is. <laughs> so to make we himself have a perfect relationship deal. Sure. So I give her love and affection. She gives me topics. I'm getting the short end. <laughs> Literally uh, the short end. <laughs> you said it. You said it. Okay. So what we are doing today is uh, the topic of Elisa Lamb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lamb Lisa. Lamb Lisa. Okay. So for, I want to like put it out there. If you have not watched the video online from YouTube about Elisa Lamb, do it. I haven't seen it. I'll show you after. Remind me. Um, Probably won't, but. I, it, it is so, I'm forgetful. So. It's very fucking creepy. It is a video. I will just go into a, cre- a brief discussion of it before we actually dive in because this is actually pertinent information. Okay, so there's a video out there on YouTube where if you just like type in Elisa Lamb elevator or something, you can see... Do not put it on top of that. It's empty. Okay, whatever. Um, she is in an elevator and she's pushing... She pushed a button and she's waiting and then she's kind of moving around like weird and then... The elevator doesn't close. Is she wearing like a white top? Uh, gray or white top? I don't remember. Oh, I think you've shown me this. I think I have. Anyway, she like peeks around the corner. Like she steps out, peeks around the corner, and then gets back in. And then she pushes a button again. And it does, does nothing. And then she starts doing weird movements again. And then she peeks out again. Nothing's happening. Usually elevator doors close. But a good 30 seconds pass and the doors don't close. And she sits there and she's like, what the fuck? And then so she starts pushing all the buttons. Nothing happens. The doors don't close. So she gets frustrated and gets out. Maybe like five seconds later, the doors close. Mm. <laughs> weird. It's really weird. Yeah, because okay. whatever was on that floor wanted her out. Right. We'll get into it. So that's the premise. So if you have not like looked at the video, just a quick look up. You will be disturbed. Doesn't she end up dead? We'll get into oh. it. Oh, <laughs> well, you didn't finish it, so you yeah. just said she stepped out. She, that's the video. She stepped out in the video. We don't have any oh. other videos. That's just her video. Oh. Okay. So we're going to talk about Elisa Lamb today. Um, sites. 
Holy fuck, I have a lot. Um, Wikipedia, refinery29.com, popsugar.com, all that is interesting.com, women's health magazine.com, and sites.gsu.edu. So I actually got a university website in there. Mm, nice. All right. So we're going to do a little bit of background before we actually dig into the disappearance and stuff. Um, so background, Elisa Lamb was born on April 30th of 1991. I am four years older than her. Um, she, her Chinese name was Lam Ho Yi. So her first name Lam is... Lam Ho Yi. <laughs> so in uh, Asian cultures, usually they put their uh, their family name first because that's the respectable way to do it. So her last name is Lam. And then Ho Yi was her first name, but she went by Elisa because they moved to can- can- Canada. 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 All right. So, Ty, you get to read number one. You read number one. Bitch, I do everything for this podcast. She's a Taurus. Tourists are hardworking, determined, and have a big heart. However, they tend to show partially partiality to their own group and can... Cal- you hear Gordon Callous? take a shot. Callous, yeah. Callous towards outsiders. So I just wanted to put that out there. And if you hear Gordon, please take a shot. He is whining now outside of the door. Um, so Lam, the daughter of immigrants from Hong Kong, was a student at the University of British of Columbia, which is in Canada. Although she was not registered at the beginning of 2013. So in mid-2010, Lam began a blog named Ether Fields on Blogspot. Over the next two years, she posted pictures of models and fashionable clothing and accounts of her life, particularly her struggle with mental illness. Read number two. Oh, well, that's why. She has mental illness. We'll get like, into that's, it. That's... We'll get into it. Just read number two. In a January 2012 blog post, Lamb laminated that a relapse at the... Lamented. Stu- laminated. That a relapse at the start of the current school term had forced her to drop several classes, leaving her feeling so utterly directionless and lost. She titled her post, You're Always Haunted by the Idea You're Wasting Your Life, after a quotation from novelist Chuck Blalalala. Was that his name, really? Fuck yeah, it is. Okay. A little over two years after Lamb had started blogging, she announced she would be abandoning her blog for another. So she just jumped. Um, And she started on Tumblr. Novelle Nouveau. Novelle Nouveau. That's new. Nouveau is new. Nouvelle, I don't know what that is. I think show or clothes. Oh, maybe something like that. I think it's show. It consisted mostly of the content mostly consisted of fashion post quotes and a few posts in lamb's own words the same palinuic quotation was used as an epigraph so uh the chuck one that you just read was also in this new mm-hmm. post okay lamb had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression she had been prescribed several medications for her mental health issues read number three. which usually makes it worse uh well Butrain. Well, butrin. Lamotrigine. <laughs> I gave you the hard words on purpose because it's funny. <laughs> oh, are these, the these are medications. medications. Oh, <laughs> no wonder. I thought these were people's names. I was like, the fuck? Lambrotrachlach. <laughs> the Q-tiapine. 
14, whatever the fuck that means. I have no idea. Dextertrin. Dexatrin. Dexatrin. Sapopa. Spansula. <laughs> and Venlafaxine. So well, I think I said that one right, actually. I was so mean to you. What do you mean? I hey, I need to learn how to say words, so it's fine. Yay, words! She's like, I need to know where Alaska is. So. Where's Alaska been? Fucking in Mexico. Um, is that all? Uh, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> According to her family, who reportedly kept her mental illness private. So, if you are aware of Asian cultures, usually if there's any. Wait, she's Asian. She's from Hong Kong, babe. And her name is Lisa Lam. Elisa Lam. I said her Chinese name was Lam Ho Yi. Yeah, but I thought you were just saying that just no. because. That was her name because she's from Hong Kong. Are you not listening to anything I tell you? Nope. <laughs> Struggle. Not at all. Fuck. All right. I am sweating my tits off. It is oh, warm. Yeah, so I'm taking my sweater. It was cold. I can't here. take it off because I'm not wearing a bra. Yes, Whose folks. Whose fault is that? Because my tits need to be free. Uh, okay, so... Um, According to her family, okay, back to what I was mentioning. In the Chinese culture, you usually keep, uh, like, family issues quiet. You don't express it. Like, you just keep everything in closed doors. Mm -hmm. So, um, according to her family, who reportedly kept her mental illness private, Lam had no history of suicidal ideations or attempts. Although one report claims she had previously gone missing for a brief period, Lam had a history of not taking her bipolar medications and, as a result, on several occasions, suffered from hallucinations. That would cause her to hide under her bed for refuge. Um, she was hospitalized at least once for one of these episodes. She needs help. Well, I mean, they gave her help, but she, like, you can't force somebody to take medication. I mean, you can. I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> take a shot. Here was here. Um, Lamb was 21 years old by the time she arrived in Los Angeles. Read number four. Number five? Got it. 27. 27? Read number 27? Yeah. Uh, on 26th of January, or January 26th. She arrived in the city by Amtrak train from San Diego and part of a solo trip along the West Coast as sh as a short getaway from her studies. Yeah, her intended final destination. Ooh, final destination uh, was Santa Cruz. So she was doing a West Coast trip during her vacation from school. So. We are getting into the disappearance. Wait, say it better. Disappearance. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, she checked in the Cecil Hotel near downtown Skid Row. Number five. Oh, that was fast. I know. There were countless suicides, gunshots to the head, ingested poison, jump from buildings, murders. Richard Ramirez stayed there as well as the Black Dahlia. Okay, so in uh, the Cecil Hotel has a dark history. There's a shit ton of shit went down. I didn't want to list everybody because there's so many. Hey, hey, and hey, that, get down, get down. Arrow's right. loving love time. Too, 
He just needs a little attention, so take a shot. No, he wants to lay on the, one of the beds with the dogs, but there's no room. Um, so the Cecil Hotel had a lot of shit going on, and so I just listed, like, in general what was happening. So there was a lot of suicides. There was a lot of murder attempts. There was Richard Ramirez stayed there during his stints while he was killing, killing and raping people and shit. Um, there was even, like... The Black Dahlia stayed there before she died. Like, that's where her final, like, I think, stay was. Do you, mm. do you remember who the Black Dahlia is? Mm-hmm. Well, she ended up, like, split in half mm-hmm. in the grass somewhere. Yeah, she was in a field. Like, the person who found her who thought she was, like, a mannequin. That was just, like, tossed there. And then she realized, oh, fuck, those are guts. Like, kind of thing. Wow, that's crazy. Um, So... Just going into what the CISO Hotel's background is. And I, I question to why, I mean, probably for financial purposes that she stayed there. That That's my mentality. It was cheaper? It was probably cheaper, yeah. Because she's a college student. She doesn't have a lot of money, unless her parents funded this. But there's like a million other... Know, <laughs> there's a million other places to stay, but she chose to stay there, which is kind of a little ominous. That it was premeditated. What was premeditated? That she stayed there. So it's like a lot of shit went down there. And so they. Does she know about all this stuff going down there? I, I would assume so. I don't know. I mean, you I should look up. Ask her. Oh, no. This is. When was this? In 2000. Oh, yeah. We have internet and shit then. So. 13. 2013. 2010. Yeah. She could have definitely looked up. 2013. Okay. So. She was initially assigned a shared room on the fifth floor, but her roommates complained about what what the hotel's lawyer would describe as a certain odd behavior, and Lamb was moved to a room of her own after two days. So I guess this is kind of like a hostile situation where you share rooms with people just for cheap. Oh, no wonder a lot of death and murder happened. I mean, I don't think that was before. This is now. Like, this is closer to now. Um, so it was a hostile, like a hostile situation, not a hostile situation, but it was a hostel where she would share a room with people, but her roommates didn't like it. She was acting weird. So according to Amy Price, the manager of the Cecil Hotel and stay on Maine at the time of Lamb's disappearance, Lamb was leaving notes for her roommates that said, go home and go away and would lock the door to the room and require a password for entry. Wow. So it was weird. Like, if I was her roommate, I would be like, bitch, fuck. Like, I wouldn't stay there, but I would Mm -hmm. still be like. Let me in. Let me in my fucking room. So read number six, please. A few days before her disappearance, Lamb attended a live tapping. Taping. Oh, (laughs) tapping as two peas. Uh, taping of Conan and Burbank, but was escorted off the premises by security due to disruptive behavior. So not only did she act weird in the hotel, she acted weird on her like excursions. So Conan O'Brien, the dude, she she was escorted off the present premises from a live taping. That's like, Oh, is that Conan O'Brien? Yeah. Conan. I just said Conan. I was, when I saw Conan, I was thinking of the movie Conan. Conan the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> Wrong time frame, babe. <laughs> but, uh, so, not only was she weird inside, but she was weird outside. On uh, the 28th of... Excuse me. What was that? It, it's like my brain, like, it's phlegmy. On the 28th of January, Elisa was moved to a solar room. So, after two, like, she checked in, 
on the 26th, I believe, she mm-hmm. was weird for two days. Her roommates complained so much that they just were like upgraded her to a solo room so she could stay by herself. Like they were like, uh, here you go. Mm-hmm. So she's in a room by herself, which is fine. Which is worse. Maybe, maybe not. Lam uh, contacted her parents in British Columbia daily. So she would call her parents every day um, while traveling up until the day she disappeared. So on January 31st, so January in LA is still nice. Fuck off. Uh, 2013, the day she was scheduled to check out of the Cecil Hotel and leave for Santa Cruz, her parents did not hear from her and called Los Angeles Police Department. So her parents are very... I want to say tiger mom and tiger dad being that they're very helicopter parents kind of, but they allowed her to go on this trip. Mm-hmm. And so the, the stipulation was she needed to call them daily. Oh, so it's like taken. Sure. Um, and so with that being said, when, as soon as they didn't receive a phone call one day, one day, they called the LAPD. Good. And I mean, that's great that her family did the right call. Like it, it like if you didn't call me in a day, I'd be like, ah, he's probably busy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would call you repeatedly and text you and be like, bitch, answer your phone. But you probably wouldn't because you ignored me when you went to fucking San Diego and then you called me at 12 p.m. at night asking if it was okay if your friend sucked your dick. Mm-hmm. Obviously joking, but... At 12 o'clock at night, you ignore me all day. Suck my dick. Anyway, her family See, flew... See, same thing. <laughs> her family... That actually did happen, folks. He did ignore me all day. And he only called me in the evening and I hung up on him. I never looked at my phone. Bitch, you had it on you. You read my text. No, you had I didn't. an iPhone then. No, I, know, I didn't. Yes, you did. I did not read your text and not answer. Anyway. Oh, I was in the middle of answering and just got so distracted. So, good on the family. Her family flew to Los Angeles to help with the search. Awesome. Number seven, por favor. Por fees. Por favores. Uh, hotel staff who saw Lamb that day said she was alone. Outside the hotel, Katie Orphan. That's a... That's a sad name. last name. I was thinking that when I wrote it down. Wow. Uh, she should change that. Manager of the very friendly while getting... What? Manager of... The, oh. I was like, that does not make any sense. Uh, where is it? Manager of the last bookstore was the only person who recalled seeing her that day. She, I skipped a whole line. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, that does like, not make what? any sense. <laughs> Manager of the very friendly. I was like, wait, that doesn't even make sense. I knew she was a manager of a bookstore. Oh, that's great. Uh, Was the only person who recalled seeing her that day. She was outgoing, very lively, very friendly, (laughs) while getting gifts to take home to her family. Orphan told CNN she was talking about what book she was getting and whether or not uh, what she was getting would be heavy for her to carry around she travel as she traveled jeez uh orphan added that's okay, a so terrible that's, last name that is a terrible last name that's where i i i'm like i question i'm like why would you think to buy a book for your fam like family as a present like traveling traveling i would do something from the area she's psycho I, uh, her parents her family's probably very like i think i mean her, i'll buy a book for you I mean, because I like books, but the thing is, I wouldn't expect you to travel to, let's say, Paris 
and buy me a fucking book. I would expect you to go to Paris and buy me a miniature version of fucking the Eiffel Tower or something. Or, or that and a book. Maybe they have different badass books over there. You never Maybe. know. And you probably wouldn't have read them because you've read all the ones here in the States. You could Amazon Prime it. Like, why would... Why? It's just better getting I'm the original. Sure. All right. Police searched the hotel to the extent that they legally could. They searched Lamb's room and had dogs go through the building. So remember the dogs. That's important. Including the rooftop, but the dogs were unsuccessful in detecting her scent. But we didn't search every room, Sergeant Rudy Lopez said later. We could only do that if we had a probable cause. So to believe a crime had been committed. So if they had a blood trail going into a room, they would oh, be able yeah. to go in there. That's probable cause. But they had no probable cause. So they just searched the common areas, her room, the roof. That's it. Um, read number eight, please. <coughs> On February 6th, a week after Lamb had last been seen, the LAPD, well, obviously things have gone south already, <laughs> six day or a week. A week after. The yeah. LAPD decided more help was needed. Flyers with her image were posted in a neighborhood and online. It brought the case to the public's attention through the media. On February 13th, after another week with no sign of lamb, the LAPD released a video of the last known sighting of her of her taken in one of the Cecil I'm sorry, one of the Cecil's elevators by a video surveillance camera on the 31st. So, the video that I mentioned earlier is this video. In approximately two and a half minutes of footage, Lamb alone makes unusual moves and gestures. She appears to press every button on the elevator panel, peers into the hallway, then leaves the elevator at one point while its doors remain open. When the doors fail to close after she returns, she leaves the doors close later. Uh, Ty, what is your impression of the video? Uh, I was going to show it to you before, but I forgot. So, suck it. Um, okay. Wow. Slacker. <clears throat> So the video itself is creepy. It's it's very. I'll, I'm gonna. I'm going to show it to you after we record, just so I can get your like honest opinion because it is fucking creepy. Like it's real weird, mm-hmm. and it's just. It, it's like this girl's in the elevator. I, where is she going? We don't know. What's she doing? We don't know. That's a theory later in this. So stick around, folks. All right. So we're gonna go on to Lamb's discovery. So we find her. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> During the search for Lamb, guests at the hotel began complaining about low water pressure. Some later claimed their water was colored black and had an unusual taste. Ew. And some claimed it was a sweetie taste. Read number nine. Sweetie Todd. No, not sweetie Todd. On sweetie the morning Todd. of February 19th. Santiago Lopez, a hotel maintenance worker, found Lamb's body in one of 4,000 gallon, I'm not reading that part, tanks located (laughs) on the roof providing water to the guest rooms, a kitchen, and a coffee shop. So there are water tanks up up on the roof. Um, Those should not be accessible. They should have like locks on them. I like that you said that. Through the open hatch, he saw Lamb laying face up in the water. So her body's face up. Dead. I just did it. If you're not a Patreon donor, I just did a dead face. Um, lying face up in the water, the tank was drained and cut 
open since it main, uh, the maintenance hatch was too small to accommodate equipment needed to remove the lamb's body. So they couldn't even get her body out of it. They had to drain the water out of it, let it like go down, and then they had to cut a fucking hole in it to get her out. <laughs> like the face that you were making. When he climbed on onto the top of the water tanks, he found one already had its lid open. Upon so we're talking about Lopez, the guy, the maintenance guy. Upon looking inside, he found Elisa's body floating inside. She was naked, but her clothes were also inside the tank. Weird, right? Well, yeah. Read number ten. On February 21st, the Los Angeles coroner's office issued a finding of accidental drowning with bipolar disorder as a significant factor. The full coroner's report released in June stated that Land's body had been found naked, clothing... Naked, not naked. 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 Uh, Clothing similar to what she was wearing in the elevator video was floating in the water, coated with a sand-like particulate. Good job. Her watch and room were her her watch and room key were also found with her. Okay, so she had everything. She had everything on her watch, room key, her clothes. I mean, not her wallet, but I mean, she was in kind of like pajama attire when the video was. So, like, I maybe she was trying to go somewhere. Maybe she was trying to get some ice. Maybe. So, Lamb's body was moderately decomposed and bloated. It was mostly greenish. That's tasty. With some marbling evident on the abdomen and skin separation evident. So, (laughs) decomposition, there's a lot of different things. I want to go to a body farm. There is one, I think, in Austin. We're going to go. Do you know what a body farm is? Yes. Obviously not. A body farm is... Literally that, where they take different types of, like, different bodies and place them in different environments to see how they decompose. Like, human bodies? Yes. Like, actual human bodies? Real humans donate their bodies to the science of seeing work to help for criminals and That's shit. That's tasty. So, I want to go. It's on the list. Um, so, being submerged in water for, like, two or three weeks is going to have an effect on your body. Oh, yeah, she wasn't there for so, that long. So she's bloated. She's turning green. Mold, mildew, shit like that happens. Like, they have to shut down that And then a marbling effect. Like, that's kind of when the, the skin separation also is effective, like, being submerged in water. So skin separation or skin slippage is something that happens when, like, you're in water. I mean skin slippage. If, like, okay, let's say you died, you were in water for three weeks. If I cut around your arm... I could literally skin you really easily. That's skin slippage. Oh, yeah, because it's not like the muscles yeah, are attached to yeah. it. Yeah, because it, like it, the water had deteriorated those connectors. So, um, skin separation evident. There was no evidence of physical trauma, sexual assault, or suicide. Toxicology tests showed traces in con- traces consistent with prescription medication found among her belongings, plus non-prescription drugs such as sunutab and ibuprofen. A very small quantity of alcohol, about 0.02%. One drink, if, mm-hmm. or 
like a well she's small too so was present but no other recreational drugs investigators and experts have however noted that the con concentration of her prescription dogs in her system indicated that she was under medication or had wait, she was under medicated or had stopped taking her medications recently we know three things lamb took at least one antidepressant that day so she took an antidepressant lamb had taken her second antidepressant and a mood stabilizer recently but not on that same day so they're thinking the day before or Mm -hmm. two or three days prior and then Lamb had not taken any antipsychotics recently. She is on antipsychotics because of her bipolar disorder. She had not taken it. So well, that's out of her system. Then she was psychotic. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <clears throat> so we're going to go into, we have some issues. That's, the, that's why I labeled this because it's funny. Laugh, bitch. Giggle, giggle. one of the dogs is bark uh growling please take a shot okay so we have some issues the roof of the hotel is restricted to employees remember your comment about roof access yeah and there's an alarm an alarmed door leading to it so you couldn't go through it without an alarm going off the hotel staff denied that the alarm went off at any point during Elisa's stay. The other option would be that Elisa climbed the exterior fire escape to get to the roof. So I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah. So instead of going through the door that would alarm, she was like, "Oh fuck this." Maybe that's why. Maybe that's what she was doing in the elevator, and it wouldn't go up to that floor because she doesn't have access. Maybe that's a good point. So she's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna freaking take the fire escape." After gaining access to the roof, Elisa still would have to climb the ladder on the side of the eight-foot-tall water tank and then open the 20-pound lid to the tank. Due to the location of her body, police believe foul play may have been involved. So, just kind of getting a visual. So, in, like, I've seen, like, if you look at photos online about this situation, there are four water tanks. They're all in kind of, like, a square, like... in a squared thing like on a platform they're all on a platform and then there's huge four things and then on the side of like this like kind of silo looking thing it's like a a little tiny door you open Mm -hmm. that's what was open it's 20 pounds so it shouldn't be easy to access like you have 20 pounds isn't that much but if you're a skinny little bitch like She's tiny. She's a small person. She's not. But that little small hatch on the side goes into the tank. Wouldn't water come out of it? No, no, no. Because like in a silo situation, the water comes up to a level, and then like the hatch opens and you can look in the water. Oh, and put things in there. Sure. Why not? Let's put shit in there. Okay, a video posted to the internet after Lamb's death showed that the hotel's roof was easily accessible via the fire escape and that two of the lids of the water tanks were actually open. So not only was the one that she was in open, but there's another one that was open too. So somebody was going in there. Apart from the question of how she got to the roof, um, others asked if she could have gotten into the water tank by herself. So that's a question because it's like, it's a task. Like, you have to move the ladder because there's no ladders actually adhered to the ta- like the tanks. Mm-hmm. They have a, a regular step ladder you have to, like, climb up. Like, not a step ladder, but, like, 
a real ladder that you'd have to step up and climb up and jump in. Right. Okay, so that's a question. So read number 11, please. Number 50. All four tanks were four by eight feet cylinders. Four? Oh, shit. Four. four by, I mean, that's that's longer than four. Four? That's like five. I'm five seven, so I'm shortening it. So Yeah, that's probably about four. Four. So four by eight. Uh, foot cylinders propped up on a con- on concrete, 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 concrete blocks. There was no fixed access to them, and hotel workers had to use a ladder to look at the water. There, they were protected by heavy lids that would be difficult to replace from within. So what they're saying is, if you jumped into the water tank, you would not be able to close the hatch. Oh, why not? That seems... Like, it opens... Oh, it might have, like, a mechanism on that keeps it open. No. It's a 20-pound door. Oh, all the way. way. Oh, I'm thinking it's vertical. No, if you're in the water, you wouldn't... Depending on how high the water level was, if it was, like, to the top and you could reach it, yes, you could close it. But this is used water. People are using it daily for showers, drinking, blah, blah, blah. I would not drink that water. People did. That's the thing. People did. But like anyone can access it. That's so gross. Like I would not drink that water. Okay. Proponents of the theory that the elevator video shows she was under the influence of illicit drugs are not discussed by their absence from the toxicology screening. Suggestions that they might have broken down during the period of time her body was decomposed in the tank and that she might have taken rare cocktails of such drugs that a normal screen would not detect so what this is saying is they think that she was maybe on lsd or something and then while she was in the tank because it was like a good three week period before she was actually found because she disappeared on the 31st of january uh, january and she was not found well two two two-ish weeks and she wasn't found until like the 13th of february so they're thinking that her like the it was disintegrated in her system because like alcohol like if you die by drowning or whatever after you're drinking like your alcohol blood content goes down mm-hmm. even after you're dead doesn't matter like because it'll dissipate so that's what they're thinking so the autopsy report and its conclusions were also questioned based on the incomplete information for instance, it does not say what the results of the rape kit and fingernail kit were, or even they were processed. So we don't even know if a rape kit or a fingernail kit were processed. Probably not. Probably not because assholes. Like, rape kits should be number one priority. If somebody says they're raped, take the test and fucking process well, it. Well, they probably only do that if there's, like, evidence of rape. They probably didn't see that. So, like, oh, matter. we don't need to do if it. If somebody says they're raped, you take a rape kit, it should be processed. Whether it's true or not. Like, if I was a cop or a coroner or whatever, and I found a dead woman's body, I would do a rape kit first and foremost, regardless of what anything else shows. Um, so just to make not light of this because it's terrible and our fucking justice systems fucking sucks. Um, rape kits are not processed unless pushed like the, per- the victim is pushing it. Um, so there's a shit ton of rape kits out there that are not processed. They're just chilling, like literally in a fridge somewhere. I don't know. 
I'm pretty but, sure they probably would have disposed of them by now. So there is, uh, I, I, when we win the lottery, I said I was going to donate a shit ton of money to this lo- like this cause. Um, but there is like a website if you just look it up, like processing rape kits or something like that. Like there is a website that is uh, taking donations to help force it uh, to process fucking rape kits because people I, mean, being... I don't know how true that would be well but... no, this is a legit cause i'm i'm explaining it terribly but they're they're trying to get it out there because rapists are just walking around free scot-free because nobody's processing their shit like that's not fair that's not fair to the women that's not fair to the victims like you need to fucking process that shit and stop well, probably a lot of them too is a victim is not alive anymore so there's no one to push th- it or they're, they are alive and they're just living with the fear that it's going to happen again. Like, that, to me, that's where our justice system fails. Like, fails people because you're not locking up the right people. Child pedophiles, like, they shouldn't be out on the street. Like, come you on. Shouldn't. Oh, you rape a kid? Oh, get out in two I years. understand why they just can't push ah. a rape kid on their own. Like, why do they need to have someone else push it? That doesn't make any sense. Anger. Anger. Lots of anger. Anyway, so if you feel like you would like to donate to that cause, please look it up. I will look it up and I will try to post it somewhere so everybody is aware of it. Um, probably on Facebook. So be my friend on Facebook. It's totally fine. Um, but that pisses me off the most because our justice system does not care about women. But I, I just want to throw that out because Roe versus Wade got overthrown. All of the shit going down, the government doesn't care about women. So... It's going back to the 1950s. Fuck off. Um. Okay, yeah, you get to read number 12. Oh, can I? Uh, my soapbox is done. I yeah. think maybe not. Probably not. <laughs> probably it not. also record records. Records. I don't know which one that's supposed to be. Sub. <laughs> cut. Cutaneous. Yeah, subcutaneous. How did you know what I was trying to say? Oh, because you wrote this or you did this. I didn't write it. I copy and pasted a lot of it. Well, yeah, but you did this. So you probably read it. So. But I know the word subcutaneous. Subu- subcutaneous pulling of blood in lamb's anal area. Ew. Which, um. was, which some observe who suggested was a sign of sexual abuse. There you go. Wait, no, continue. One pathologist noted it could... Also, have resulted from bloating in the course of the body's decomposition, and her rectum was also prolapsed. Prolapsed. Fuck does that mean? Do you want to know what it means? I know. I looked it up. I don't know what it means. Her anus was coming out of her body. Oh, nice. Why? (laughs) But that's normally with a lot of pushing. So, death occurs differently. When you are submerged in water, water has effects. And so with what you said earlier, the subcutaneous, what was it? Subcutaneous. Pulling of blood in lamb's anal area. So with that, how she was floating could have a pulling effect. So since she was floating face up, her body, her lower body is probably lower. So when she died, it pulled into lower regions because of gravity. And so the same effect with the sub uh, the prolapsing, it, her anal and rectal shit was coming out. So she's pretty much having hemorrhoids. 
fun. Great. It's a lot of pushing there. I looked that up because I wasn't exactly sure what it was. I had an idea that was right and I hate it. Um, okay, so the coroner's pathologists were ambivalent about their conclusions that Lamb's death was accidental. So they thought it was ac- accidental. Here's the creepy thing. I put that, the creepy thing. After her death, her Tumblr blog was updated, presumably through Tumblr's Q option that allows posts to automatically publish themselves when the user is away. So like our podcast, we can schedule our podcast and it'll update when I put it like mm-hmm. to the date and time. So creepy. That That's creepy. Like after <clears throat> death, like having stuff posted from me would be real creepy. Um, her phone was not found either with her body or in the hotel room. She hmm. was obsessed with her phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. She had her phone on her all the time. She That's where she did her Tumblr posts and shit. So... Whether the continued updates to her blog were facilitated by the theft of her phone, the work of a hacker, or through the queue is unknown. Nor is it known whether the updates are related to her death. So, there's a few theories on that. Just being like, was the person who killed her updating her blog post? Why would they do that? Maybe they were obsessed. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. But... It's just a lot to think about because her she she was attached to her phone. She would have had her phone on her. Like mm-hmm. that's that's like very eminent. In or it would have been in her room. Not in her room. But the thing is, she never left the room without her phone. Mm-hmm. And so, where's her phone now? It wasn't found. We found her room key. We found her uh, watch. Like clothes. Clothes in the water tank. You would think that you would find her fucking phone with her, but it wasn't there. So that's, like, very concerning. Mm-hmm. So leaning towards, like, malicious intent. Um, so you read number 13. In September 2013, Lamb's parents filed a wrongful death suit claiming the hotel failed to inspect and seek out hazards in a hotel that presented an unreasonable risk of danger to Lamb and other hotel guests. And seeking unspecified damages and burial costs. All right. So the hotel argued it could not have reasonably foreseen that Lamb might have entered the water tanks. And and since it remained unknown how Lamb got to the water tank, no liability could be assigned for failing to prevent it. In 2015, the suit, excuse me, the suit was dismissed. So two years later. So it took two years to dismiss mm-hmm. that. You should have had locks on it. Like, they, that's what I was thinking. These water tanks and hotels that public can access should have locks on it. Like, even though the lock outside or has an alarm, like someone can, can deactivate it, that. Like, that's why, like, I feel like hotels should have sneaky people. I don't want to say sneaky people, but sneaky people. Me. I would find ways to do shit. Easy. Yeah. Like, just have me creep around the fucking hotel and see. It's like you could obviously f- climb a fire escape. So... To make all that not be possible, they should have locks on the doors. Either have it to be a key or have it to be a combination or have it See, to be like well, automatic in the fucking fire standards, like security you, room. Fire standards, you have to have a fire escape that goes from the roof to the floor. Like you have to. I think if it's a Yeah, okay. Like, so then if that's a have to thing, then they should have locks on the water tanks. 
Isn't that what have like, like it shouldn't is, have public access. Anyone can access them then. It's not exactly. just like a worker or anything. It's anyone can public access it. Not publicly. Like, because I think, like, the, you know how, like, fire escapes are? Like, you have the, no, like, the, the zigzaggy. A bit off the roof or zigzaggy, off the ground. Zigzaggy, and then there's a ladder that is, like. Yeah, but someone can't climb out their window and put the ladder down. She could probably do that herself. Okay. True. I'm not denying that. All right. So today, Elisa's case is closed and considered by police to be an accidental death. So that's the case right now. That's it. That is all the information we have. My favorite. So she climbed this ladder. She moved the ladder to the water tank, Mm -hmm. opened the hatch, jumped in, and drowned to death. Yes. Face up, which is a little weird. I mean, she could have easily jumped off the fucking building, too. Like, but she was face up. So that's my. That's weird. Usually in drowning victims. Yeah, you're upside down. So we're going to dive into my favorite part. Do you know what my favorite part is? Uh, Theories. Yes. Because it's right there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Theories. We have a shit ton of theories and I'm very excited about these because they're so fucking bonkers. Like. All right. (laughs) So let's get into theory one. She died by suicide. Easy. The first obvious one. Okay. Lim had an active blog on Tumblr and she documented her struggles with anxiety and depression. I wish I could put part of my brain into a taped shut box and shove it to the back of my closet for the night. She wrote in one post. Lamb's post. Po- Lamb's last post on her Tumblr also didn't suggest she was planning her own death. Usually people write notes when they're planning their own death. Like usually suicide that's what nine times out of ten mm-hmm. people people write saying hey i love you sorry blah 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 shit like that um she was i have arrived in la la land and there is a monstrosity of a building next to the place i'm staying she wrote referring to the cecil hotel when i say monstrosity mind you i'm saying as in gaudy and then again it was built in 1928 hence the art deco theme so yes it is classy but then since it's la it went on crack (laughs) fairly certain (laughs) fairly certain this is where the boz lerman needs to film the great gatsby so she was saying it was super gaudy it was built in 1928 totally right Cecil Hotel was very gaudy, was very Art Deco. So sharp designs, like leopard print, shit like that was around. Um, and so she was saying that they should have filmed the Great Gaps, be there. Never seen it. Eh, it's boring. All right, read number 14 through two. Oh, Lamb was murdered. The coroner concluded there was no evidence of foul play, but plenty of people still think otherwise, as, so, as shown in the Netflix doc, pointing to Lamb's unusual behavior in the elevator as evidence that she was being followed, along with her naked body. The lid in the water tank where she was found was also closed, uh, which would have been impossible for her to do if she had climbed into the tank. 
Uh, but the hotel maintenance worker told Netflix that he, that the lid had been opened when her body was discovered. He said he closed it before the police came. Uh, some people have seen or some people have even. OK, so right there, that's not right, because if he found a body, unless he went up there, saw that it was he open, in. closed it and was like, OK, you know, but he was like, wait, did I see some open it back up and then look in? So that's different. What he claimed, I have not seen the documentary. I want to watch it. Um, what that sentence is saying is he went up, he looked into it. In his mind, he closed it to preserve the crime scene. He, pres- he was trying to help the police. So he called the police and be like, yo, I got a body, bitches. Like, come here. And he was thinking, like, I don't want it to further... I mean, the police are going to be there in 30 minutes or less anyway, so... Yeah, but the thing is, in his mind, he was doing right. Like, he was doing right. No, that's tampering with a crime scene. And that's my question. Okay, so that's not a theory here, but my theory is he was obsessed. He did it, threw in, opened it, closed it, opened it. His fingerprints are going to be all over it. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, "Oh, I closed it because I wanted to preserve." Well, his, the he's scene. a worker there, so of yeah. course his fingerprints are gonna be over it. Well, no, no, because he never goes up there. Like he was just doing a routine check. Yeah, once a month, maybe I think that he goes up there. Well, yeah, but it's not, so his he fingerprints touch, are still gonna be he, on. But it. he doesn't touch. He doesn't touch the tanks. But when he saw that it was open, he was like, "Oh, oh." Yeah, that's a little sketch. That's a little sketch. Uh, some people have even pointed to pointed the finger at Pablo. Vergara, a.k.a. Morbid, a metal rocker who shared a video of himself inside the Cecil Hotel uh, after, or days after Lance's body was found. He also teased a new music video called Died in Pain around the same time. But as the doc explains, Morbid actually visited the hotel in 2012, not 2013. So his stay didn't overlap with Lamb's. He also later said that uh, he was in Mexico recording an album when Lamb went missing. In the docu series, he explained that he suffered from mental illness issues, mental illness issues issues, uh, from the accusations. Okay. Okay. So, in a nutshell. What that's saying is that this popular rock star, I have never heard of that person before in my existence, so whatever. He he was staying in the Cecil Hotel. He took a video there, and then they were trying to blame him for the death. But Because they're always trying to blame yeah, somebody. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. So it, it didn't work out. If because, anything, they should be blaming the worker, but they blame some rock star. But the thing is, allegedly, the worker. Like, we have to say allegedly because we don't want to get sued. But he was not even there during the time frame that she was there because he was in Mexico. Like, and the thing is... That was the rocker. Yeah, the rock star. Oh, they were talking about the worker. No, no, no. no. Oh, the yeah. worker was there. Obviously, he was there. Yeah, was but like, I'm just worker. saying, the rock star, <laughs> he took a video in Cecil Hotel, and then people took it as he was there during her stay, and then he murdered her. Like... Because people are dumb. If he was there a whole year before, there's like time stamps when you post exactly. videos. Exactly. People are dumb. So, so let's if just he move was on. not there. So then... obviously that's not true. Like we're moving that away. Okay. So die by suicide is still an option. Murder is still an option. 
Let's go to number three. She was abusing substances. Plenty of people have pointed to Lamb's behavior in the elevator as evidence she was using hallucinatory drugs. That's a hard word. Hallucinatory. Hallucinatory. It's easy Shut for up. me. Shut up. World now, War. World War. That's always been complicated for me. But Vice reports that her toxicology report didn't find any evidence of drugs or substantial amounts of alcohol in her system. So, Because she was there for three fucking weeks. But if you're using like heroin or any cocaine or something, it's still going to be in your system no matter what. Maybe, maybe not. It is a. She was in water, so maybe well, I would test the water. They might not all know what happens. I mean, unless they've like tested a bunch of different theories, they might not maybe have that's tested why the water was sweet. When a body is submerged in water for three weeks and it has heroin in the system, does it stay in the body or does it dissipate? They haven't tested oh cocaine or that. I mean, they only had to test okay, and you had to do it one at a time. You can't do all of them or whatever. I the have case a really is. serious question. Okay, so. In this situation, if, let's say, Elisa was on cocaine, heroin, Mm -hmm. a smorgasbord of drugs, and she drowned in the the thing. Water tank? Sure. Would her drugs seep into the water and into the drinking water of people? So if they drank them, would they get high on it? It depends on how much she took. Like, let's say a shit ton. Like, she's just like... Her face was plowed in cocaine. If it comes out in her shit or piss or from her body in general, I would assume so. Because it's still the drug itself. Right. I would assume so. Do I know that for sure? Because, I mean, that's like people drinking a bunch of alcohol and then they piss it out. But I don't think you're pissing out alcohol. Straight up alcohol yeah so you can't re-drink it you can't re-drink it and get drunk again or get drunk so i don't maybe not because i think the body is actually like absorbing it it and breaking it down and then secreting it yeah Mm. so i don't think i don't think so all right so but vice reports that her tax did i read that already i don't know uh but Vice reports that her toxicology report didn't find any oh, evidence yeah. of drugs or substance, substantial amounts of alcohol in her system. So there was nothing. Like, there was nothing in her system. Your it was also three fucking weeks later. So Number 15. Maybe they should have found her body before. Like the last one we found, like, the talking about the... The, the family, who was, the family who was in there for four years or three years or two yeah, years. Yeah, like a long time. It's like... In the desert. In the middle of the desert. In the desert. It's like Oklahoma. anything could have happened. The, like... Shit happens over a year being out in open world like that. Four years later to a human body? Fuck, get out of here. That's and then so this one, three four. weeks. Number four. You read number four. I'm trying to talk here, rude. Um, it was a copycat murder in the 2005 movie Dark Water. People at the apartment complex were the main characters. Live complaint. Com- complaint. No. Complain? Complain that the drinking water is dark and tastes off. That leads to the discovery of a girl's body in the water tank on the roof. Okay, what? They're talking about a fucking movie? Like, what? Okay, so in 2005, before this happened, the movie Dark Water, which is actually a very good movie, they find a body in the water tank above the, the apartment building. And so what they're saying is this is a copycat murder. Somebody wanted to mimic yeah. it like it, it, it very close i mean yeah very closely because i mean it's not like, a, actually not very closely the exact same exactly so they're thinking it's a copycat murder 
That scene, that makes I like that one. That makes sense. That does make sense. I mean, sense. I'm still on murder, so technically two of them are the same. It's just one is a copycat murder, the other one's just a murder. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for this next one? No, I'm not ready. I got to go use the restroom. I got to eat. I got to get another drink. Okay, I'm ready now. This is bonkers. Okay. So this is off the wall. Just so off the wall? Like just boop, boop. Got it. All right. So number five, theory number five. I, I don't even want to say it because it's so stupid. All right. Lamb was involved in a tuberculosis test. Give me a second. This one is dot, dot, dot out there. I put that. That's what I put. That's my words. We've, we've heard you. All right. So some people note that there was a tuberculosis outbreak at the same time on Skid Row, just a few blocks away from the Cecil Hotel. Armchair experts, I don't know what that means, point out that the test of the type of tuberculosis cal- uh, circulating was called lamb. Elisa. So lamb dash Elisa. Oh, fuck me. Okay, wait, wait. I need to look at it closer. Okay. Lipoorabinomanon. That was perfect. Fuck yeah. Lamb, also known as. <laughs> and then enzyme-linked immunosuborant acai. Elisa. That was our hard words. No, I'm you sorry. I want to read that fucking name. Read it. No. that was hard all right um which weird coincidence some have also said lamb was used as a biological weapon to help take out the homeless population since it's on skid row skid row is where the homeless stay yeah Yeah, but that didn't make sense she was in a water tank at the hotel they don't hand out water to the fucking homeless take out the homeless population and that she was later killed after someone discovered that she had learned too much but her autopsy didn't show any signs of tuberculosis so seems extremely unlikely yeah someone's just pulling shit out of their ass cheeks all right number 16 uh number six you mean six you get 16 sex you mean uh according to the richest uh, one of the most famous theories says that Elisa Lamb was playing the so-called elevator game, which is a deadly Korean game with the goal with the goal reaching a dimension in which nothing exists but the player. This is possible because there were several similar unsolved cases throughout the world, which the victims also died in the water tank. However, in accordance with the YouTube video. Elisa, the documentary, the actual game. Documentary. 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 Documentary is different. Documentary is like a video. The last part of it, T A R Y, is Terry. They're spelled the same, pronounced differently. Well, documentary. Uh, the actual game should stop at the 10th floor, but Elisa Lamb was on the 14th floor, which is a floor the game does not involve at all. The paranormal scholar, furthermore, oh, I guess the paranormal scholar says that. Uh, furthermore, she did not even follow the steps of the actual elevator game. It does not seem like she was playing the game. Well, then why fucking throw that in there? 
What? What does that mean? We're going to play a game. <laughs> no. What is this game, you may ask? Here are the rules. If Play if you dare. Oh, the elevator game? <laughs> oh. This is this was actually a very popular opinion of what she was doing because of the way she was acting. So, because of the video, this is what it is, but it's interesting. All right. You must be at least uh, be in at least a 10 plus story building and an an elevator alone. If somebody is in the elevator with you, it won't work. Mm-hmm. So, you have to be solo. So, evening time, so what she was. Step one, get on the elevator on the first floor. Step two, press four. And when you reach the first floor, the fourth floor, don't get out, press two. Step three, when you reach the second floor, press six. Again, don't get out. Step four, when you reach the sixth floor, press two. Don't get out. Uh, step five, when you reach the second floor, press 10. Step six, when you reach the 10th floor, press five. Again, don't get out at any of these steps, bitches. Step seven, when you reach the fifth floor, a girl will come in. That woman is not human. Don't talk to her. Don't look at her. If you do, she'll take you away. Step eight. Press one, and if the elevator instead starts going up to the 10th floor, then you have succeeded. You have reached another world where there is no one except you. If the elevator descends to the first floor exit, as soon as the doors opens, do not look back. Do not speak. Don't talk to the woman on the elevator. Fuck her. She will ask stuff. All right. Step nine. If you get off of the 10th floor, the girl will ask... Where are you going? Don't answer. That is like the number one rule. Don't talk to this girl in the elevator. Don't do it. She obviously talked to her. Uh, Maybe. You will know you have arrived at the other world by one indication and one indication only. You're the only person present. So you won't be able to say anybody else. You're alone. Solo. Uh, How to return. So... After in this world, if you actually get off, whatever, there's rules to return to the normal world. All right. So if you don't get off on the 10th floor, then just press one. If it doesn't press, keep on pressing until it works. So just keep on pressing that number one button, bitch. Um, If you do get off the elevator, use the same elevator to return. So if you get off on, like if there's two elevators to the, like wherever you're at, Go on the one that you actually exited. Yeah, that you were exiting. So, uh, press the buttons in the same order as you did from steps two through eight. You should finish at the fifth floor. No one's going to fucking remember that. I mean, you'll have a list. Like, fuck. Well, she didn't have a paper with her in the elevator, so. I mean, she had her phone. Possibly. I'll show you the video. All right. Mm-mm. When you reach the fifth floor, press the button for the first floor. The elevator will ascend to the tenth floor. P- press any other floor's buttons to cancel the ascension to the tenth floor. Press any other. F- oh, I just said that. Mm-mm. You must press the button. You must 
press the button, you choose to cancel the ascension before you reach the 10th floor. So if you reach the 10th floor, you're fucked. So you have to press a button before it reaches the 10th floor again. After you reach the first floor, check your surroundings. If anything seems off, or even the slightest small detail, do not exit. So if there's nobody down there, like just don't exit. Stay on the elevator because that's like your transport, whatever. If you suspect something is wrong, repeat steps two until you your surroundings look as they should. So keep on repeating the steps over mm-hmm. and over again until it actually comes out. All right. So that is the Korean elevator game. If you decide to take it, don't. Um, you have to be solo. And people try to take, like I read on there, like people try to do it with friends. It doesn't work with people that like you have to be alone. That's the point. Like, Yeah, just tell your friends and get in one of the other elevators. Do the same steps and they'll stop at the same place. I'm pretty sure they could, you could probably talk to the elevators and they will hear you if they're close enough. All right. So those are the theories. This is like, this is the end of the case. This is all the last of my notes. So my question to you is, mm-hmm. what do you think happened? <clears throat> I go with the last two. So number four, number six. Well, my last two. Number four, number six. That the copycat killer, or it was the elevator game. Really? Mm-hmm. Elaborate or one? Not? It's already elaborated. So you think For it's one, the elevator game? You really think it's the elevator game? From the way she was like trying to press buttons. You know, looking outside, the doors, the doors didn't close. Yeah, I'll show you the video. It's, the door is not weird. closing. Like, um, it had to be the it had to be the elevator game. That's what I think too. It's that or somebody killed her, and I think it was the the handyman guy. Yeah, or the worker. Yeah, that those are my two because it's just too weird. Like, uh, if she's bored in her like the hotel. Like, she could have committed suicide in a million different ways. Like, why choose to... Go into the water. For one, go upstairs, not be able to get in, because she shouldn't be able to get in there, because it should have been locked or the alarm would have went off. So she would have to go outside, climb the fire escape, move a ladder to the fire or the water tank, climb in, but then take off her clothes and then jump in. That like that just that seems a little bit too much to commit suicide. Like conveniently commit yeah. suicide. She could have used a knife if in her I, fucking yeah. apartment. She could have jumped off the building. She could have yeah. fell down a fire escape. Yeah. She there's she could have so hit her ways. head with the door. Like there's so many different ways that she could have did that. Or she could have just went down the, the hall and talked to Richard access. Ramirez. The worker had access. He the worker had access. It. Like he knows how to disarm the alarm. He's like no offense this, to women, this, but this, he is not a small petite woman, so he can easily open a door, close a door to the hatch of the water tank. He can easily move a ladder. Check it later. Yeah. So like, I, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, bro. Like it, it it's just too convenient. It's do, like allegedly you found her. Allegedly it was open. Allegedly, like, and you closed it again. And another like, hatch was open. I mean, yeah. or, but then maybe it could have been some other guest. It could have been. Like, I'm sure they just didn't have one worker on this hotel premises. There had it, to be multiple workers. Anybody who had access to the alarm code. That's that's in my brain. Like so anybody. a manager, supervisor. All workers. All, all workers. workers. Because so it I, been like, I read somewhere anyone. people went up there to smoke and they would disarm the alarm. And then this chick was already like acting psycho. So 
There, I mean, there could have been a lot of different theories, but I think either, so yeah, either the, either a worker or another hotel guest did it, or the copycat killer, or the, um, let's see, which one would be my number one though? Yeah. Out of all of those, the copycat killers it seems like more realistic. More realistic because obviously, copycat killer. He's they. The movie came out in two thousand five. It was picture perfect how that movie was. Yeah, kind of. Uh, was a per- was a girl found naked in the water too in that movie? I believe. I haven't watched it in a long time. So I haven't yeah. even heard of that movie. So. Oh, maybe that should be our next movie. No, just kidding. Um. Yeah, my theory is I like the elevator game, which makes her delusional. That makes her kill herself. So it's technically suicide. Um, or I, I I believe somebody who works with the hotel killed her. Whether it was supposed to be a copycat or not, like I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it was just a disposal. I definitely don't think it was suicide, though. I don't think that, it's suicide. That seems like too much work. Because for... like it, it doesn't match the normalcies of people who commit suicide. Usually they write a note, the letter, or something. And well, her phone is missing. The, her phone is just missing. Just the thing itself is just too extreme. Like she did way too much. If it was a, a suicide, suicide for her to do, like no, most people would jump out, especially that being a tall building. Easy. Easy. Like you usually suicide's supposed to be easier actions. I'm putting not, my ears, yeah, not uh, going up there, not being making, to go through having going out multiple tasks because then like you that would at least so have to take her an hour. That you have so many ways to back out. That's that's the thing. When suicide mm-hmm. happens, usually it's like instant, like quick hanging, something quick. Cut your wrists, like like things all that, that you can't like stop. back out of. You I mean, this, technically she can't back out once she gets into the water tank, but that's like a long process to get into the water tank. And for the fact she was face up, that's weird. That is weird in itself. If you drown, usually you're face down. Yeah, because, I mean, you have to be underwater. And then when you... I mean, but it depends on... No, it, it, the way that is, it couldn't have been... It couldn't have been a suicide. Yeah, it couldn't have been a suicide because her clothes were thrown in there next to her after the fact. There, there are series out there that she might have jumped in for a cool dip because the the hotel doesn't have a pool, so she maybe she was hot and she was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go swim," and she jumped in, and then while she was in there, she was struggling with her clothes, she took them off, and then I mean, that's maybe a po- that's a possibility. Yes, like because of the situation that her mental state was in. Obviously, maybe that's, yeah. that's a possibility, but it's just too clean like that, like. Blame but her. I'm pretty sure if she would have tried to go through the access door and couldn't get in, she would not like have tried to climb out the fire escape. Yeah, like I, I would not have thought about that. Like honestly, if I was staying at the Cecil Hotel, and I wouldn't have thought about that either. Right, but I mean, so, she is she so is smart. Probably, I would assume. So I, I feel it is more intact with the fact somebody knew how to get out. Yeah, I think she was taken out by somebody. Not sure who, but. I mean, staying in a room by herself and shit, like, but we shall never know. We shall never know. This is an unsolved mystery and we can't solve it because the person at question is dead. Yep. I'm sorry, folks. That was interesting. Okay, so next episode, Ty gets the movie, I get the topic. Oh, what is my movie? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, Dungeons and Dragons is my movie, only to please the wifey because her Bridget and husband's in it. Oh, that's why he got depressed earlier. So, Dungeons and Dragons, you can watch it on Vudu, Amazon Prime, Redbox. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a few others, but they're not others. like anything that I've Just look known. it up. Uh, he wanted something action-y because we've been doing a lot of dark, sinister shit Well, not lately. that. It's just Rosemary's Baby had zero action in it. And it I want did action. have zero action. Yeah, he's... So. he's, he's Thirsting for blood. I am. My topic, you will have no idea about it, and I know you won't. Whoopi Goldberg? Yes. Mm, I knew it. No. Um, it's called, uh, it's Carl T- Tanzler. Well, I guess I'll learn All right, who this is. Folks, I am not, uh, all of our episodes are great. Love all our episodes. This one's going to be bonks. Seriously, bonkers. You're going to hate it, and I'm going to love it. So, Carl Tanzler, do not look him up beforehand, folks. <sighs> We're going to get into it. I'm so excited. Good. Yay. All right. So, that, that's our episode, folks. Um, in, in for the night, we are doing the We're Not Qualified episodes. If you have any advice, questions, stories, whatever you want to share with us, share with us. We will share it online. So, you can access that at infothenight69 at gmail.com or go to our website, infothenightpodcast.com and go to contact and like submit there. What else can you find on our website, Learn? Well, we've already mentioned about Patreon plenty of times, so... Uh, Patreon merch. and... Or you said it, merch. Merch. All right, so if you want to see our lovely faces, definitely join Patreon. I'm doing a pose. He's smiling weird. <laughs> but I may be blind. Are you blind? Why are you blind? Because I was like squinting my eyes. I don't oh, know. weird. Um, definitely join Patreon because we have faces... You want to see, because we're gorgeous. Well, wifey is. I'm not. No, you're hot. Um, <laughs> or do purchase merch. Debatable. Not only do we have, like, in for the night merch, but we do have, a, a, like, other merch that's very entertaining. Definitely look into it. If you don't, that's fine. We love you anyway. But the thing that we want you to do is fucking, like, subscribe and share with your friends. Yeah. That is the minimum you can do. We need more subscribers. We need more downloads. And it's only on y'all. You're doing a great job, but do better, folks. Anyway, so that is the end of our episode. We hope you we gave you a reason to stay for the night. And until next time, peeps, Lala says, peace out. No, but you have to do it right. Peace out. Why say it like that? Because that's how she sounds. No, she has a deep voice.